Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's Star Parent Podcast. It's your girl, your host, Mona Cole. Join us on our journey of identity, purpose, and partnership. And because you're coming, we'll get there quick. Today's episode is Road to Redemption. And we're reminded, who can I run to? Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's Star Parent Podcast. We are Star, single parenting, transforming, and achieving righteously. We are your nonprofit program provider. Hey, boo. It's your girl. It's your friend, Mona Cole. And I'm going to do all my hellos. Hola. What it do, boo? All the hellos to you. Um, thank you for joining us in this February of favor, favor, February of favor. Say it again, girl. February of favor. Um, this is our double hitter episode week where we're going to actually uh let's do something else. Double gift episode week, you know what I'm saying? Double blessing, double blessing episode week. Hey, how are you guys? I want to welcome you to today's episode, Road to Redemption. And we have a fantastic concept conversation. Today is not as unscripted as uh, previous episodes. It will be very straight to our goal for 2024. And I believe our vision period, which is to be redeemed, have our lives redeemed, our finances redeemed, our relationships redeemed, our health redeemed, our children redeemed, our mind redeemed. We are redeemed, right? Um, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So today's episode will be Road to Redemption. And we actually had a whole episode for you. And because of the fabulous way that uh, airwaves work, (laughs) the fabulous way of podcasting, we had to give you an excerpt, which is probably even better because we're going to give you great points on how you will get to and through these roles of redemption on your star dumb journey and we'll get into it and so i'm excited thank you so much um i'm better (laughs) y'all i'm i'm on the the sunny side of this conversation today and so i look forward to blessing being blessed to be a blessing so see you soon in the episode Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm sorry. There was a shift. That's why I know I was right on point. But I want to just give you the rest of this really quickly. So we've had just to recap three things that we've covered on our Road to Redemption episode. Knowing our audience, group one, group two, group three. Group one being the prevention audience. Those are the people who we've stated they are on a path to um, the right a purpose for their life from the beginning. They have very little to no um, detour experiences or, you know, distractions that keep them from going forward towards purpose pretty directly. Then we have group two. Group two was our, what we said, fell somewhere between prevention 2.0, redemption 1.0. This is what I was calling our retention group. These are the people that are really, after a certain period, they're trying to retain their redemption 
for long periods of time because they're our group who we kind of saying are like our 25 and under model um yeah they're 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 that group that is they might have started out with a period where they were you know wilding out they had their college years they had their high school turn up and then they decided hey this isn't very wise of me and i talked about before as well that the spiritual side of it is is that this doesn't just redemption is not just spiritual it's also natural it's it's people just decide you know hey i want to be wise i don't want to be a fool anymore and those people turn pretty quickly towards uh, a road of you know less detours and distractions and then we got our star audience which is predominantly we have some group two people who are some star moms and parents under 25 or 25 and under and we met some of our stars at that age but most of our group most of our target market falls in group three which is redemption and that is the group and the audience that we believe that god has called us to um support and serve who most likely we say 25 and up but we even give you the 30 and up for the most part most of our demographic and listeners actually by analytics is 28 to 34 and then i think there is a like 35 to 42 model like that's our majority group so somewhere between 28 and 42 um that millennial market and what i say about that is that that is the group that is we've had a longer season um for many of us of not being in the right roads and so those are the we we took detours i'll just say that we may have been the group detoured longer we may have experienced more delays relationally financially mentally emotionally physically um it's across the board even parentally we may have and definitely spiritually for a lot of people there's been this detour or delay and that has positioned us to have a group three to begin with so that is our target market for today's conversation as we talked about knowing your audience and i'm saying that because there was a whole message recorded in case this is the part you hear today i want to start with what i was talking about to um you all far before now and so group three is our focus for this year this year we are focused on this road to redemption we are focused on how we get our group three people to see that God is a redeemer. You know, he is here to make it where we're not just stuck in these spaces that we have become attached to or who, which have really become attached to us. I said previously that, you know, what initiates itself as honestly that desire, we, we the because everybody in Star, we say this wholeheartedly, they are cycle breakers and you have to have a want to because anybody can be a single parent. That's the S. But to transform and achieve righteously, you have to be a different breed. Like uh, Draymond said, you built different. OK, you got to be willing to say, hey, I'm not just uh, stuck in this place where I'm connecting with people because we all single and we all got kids. No, you are saying I know I'm not supposed to be in this life financially, mentally, emotionally, relationally. I know I'm not supposed to be one of the percentages of people they say are African-American women who never marry. Like, that's a lie. I don't receive that. I'm supposed to be a wife. I'm supposed to be a husband because we have fathers that we 
definitely serve as well. I'm supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, debt free. I'm supposed to be financially wise and steward my money. I'm supposed to build wealth. I'm supposed to be physically healthy and have a, you know, standard of uh physical health for my children. I'm supposed to be mentally and emotionally well and intelligent. I'm supposed to be relationally intelligent, like spiritually strong. I know this is who I am, but I'm all the way over here right now. And that's what I said last in the last segment about the walls falling. You know, when the walls fall, I, I alluded to like Jericho, everybody pretty kind of much knows that story of, you know, the promised land. People use that all the time. It was, it's a whole show. So it's the concept of really Moses leading the children of Israel out of Egypt, but then Joshua leading them into this promised land called Jericho and the walls fall because they walk around them. And so for me, I know that most of the people that we serve and that we know, they're ready for some walls to fall, relational, relational, financial, professional, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual they know there's walls up but our particular group group three some of those walls have now become strongholds because that is from what I, I've read and seen and heard is a stronghold it's a wall but it's a wall that we're actually attached to we're codependent on it's what people think is now protecting them and so I went into all of that and then I said our target market is and sorry if I'm speaking fast y'all because I did 45 50 minutes on this and then we're revisiting it but I'm gonna give it to you because it must be important our target market is that group three and I said our avatar which is what most people say in business is like who's your who's your designed client that you're speaking to I called ours Nicolette okay Nicolette is a 25 to 34 year old, probably yeah, single parent. She could have been married. She could be married, but she's not um, actively in the relationship somewhere. Or if she is, I don't know, but that's our target. Our client avatar is, is Nicolette. She's this person trying to move towards purpose, but she's struggling with sustaining her, you know, spiritual growth and life is just coming at her, but she has a want to. And she's in this space. And the reason why I said that is important because as we move through 2024, I have to know who I'm talking to so that you know who I'm talking to so that if I'm not talking to you, you don't have to feel like you you stuck here. I love y'all. I believe in every um, time I hear that someone listen, I'm like, that's great. Even though I may think, you know, maybe they're, that's not their connection point. Even if it's not, I still understand like there's there's something here for you. And so I, I want to just make sure I, I hit these points. But yes, so we know that that's our group. But today on Road to Redemption, the main thing that I've seen, noticed and can really accept about it is that it requires grace. And I talked before I had a whole speech. Y'all. I had a whole speech. It's okay on the three types of grace and how I I saw grace for so long, like the natural concept of a grace period where people say like, 
uh, you got 15 minutes, you know, you gotta be at work at 8 30. You got 15 minutes till, you know, it counts against you. I was like, Oh, psh, let me use 14 and a half every day. <laughs> you know, like if they say you had a grace period on an account or like, you know, to pay something bills, I would be like, Oh, what's the last possible day on that? Like I was an abuser of grace. Okay. Let me just go ahead and have my tr- AAA moment. Or AA moment. I, w- I am a high. I'm on a cold. And I was an abuser of grace. Okay. I abused grace. I was one of those people who saw. Um, yes. I, Jesus is my savior. And I'm going to let him save me. Save me. Save me. Save me. And I really thought of grace as just this saving aspect. I always remember where people would say. Where sin abounds. Grace abounds. So I'm like. Oh. Woo. So. All this sin. I know my grace is working, but that's not the only grace that there is. And in fact, I don't think that's the grace that is even the healthiest to live out of. Cause it says, you know what I'm saying? The spirit of God will not always contend with man. I don't know. I just, you know, that came to me, but I remember like my grace ran out on some things, not the grace of God, but the grace for my foolishness. It ran out in 2017. (laughs) And so that put me in a position where when I went to go back and get saving grace, God was like, yeah, no, that's not gonna work for me. I'm gonna need you to sustain this grace of being saved with these new healthy uh, systems and habits that I'm gonna build in you. And I, I've, I've said this for a while, like, um, you don't have to make people have habits. I, I struggle with that myself, even being a parent, like trying to make my kids have that. If God gets your heart, he will change your habits. And I'm a witness to that because I was trying to get some habits for many years. I had told myself for many years, I'm going to stop having sex. I'm going to stop, you know what I'm saying, eating like this. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to stop uh, going into debt, I'm gonna start, you know, like, I kept telling myself what I was gonna do, but I had no idea, like, I can't do this, like, I don't know why, but pride really did have me, I really thought I could change my ways, and for us as group three, most of us are group three, we're, we're 30 and over, we've had longer experiences sexually, physically, financially, emotionally, more ingrained habits and behaviors in us, we will need a supernatural support system for me it was the holy spirit it was god showing me that you know he could do some things that i couldn't do and i say that because it's important to make sure that he gets credit for any testimony i have but i also want to be honest and tell you that i still have to go back every day to get new grace it's not like oh i got it and i kept it and it's all good it's like every day i have the same capacity to cuss you out i did five six years ago (laughs) every day i have the same capacity to slip up and be um a candidate for a whole baby mama it's not because i am so great it's because god is great in me and he is i have allowed him to have a witness to my testimony. So I just want to say that because sustaining grace is not something where it's like, you should get these habits and you could be a better person. It's like, you are always, um, 
having to go back and say these things are really hard for me and that's where I humble myself and say these things are really hard for me but I can say because I have gone into a model of not saving grace only but now sustaining grace too I have been able to say I'm celibate for six and a half years or I've been abstinent for six and a half years with four kids. How about that? Figure that. You can be a single parent with multiple children with a serious background of different sexual histories. I, you know, you could be married and have all these experiences and still know that God can fix that part of you. You can be um, a person who had addictions, like you just, let's say, maybe people don't want to call it addiction, but you could have smoked weed every day for 20 years and then give yourself over to God and he can, and, and I'm just telling you because I know that sustaining grace is going to be a big factor on the road to redemption. Many of us have tried on our own and I'm just saying that I realized that I was abusing saving grace. <sighs> I finally started to use safe, sustaining grace, knowing that now, even financially, financially right now, I'm still in a space where if I just be 1,000, I'm still in that saving grace space. It's, it's for more than one reason right now, but even when it wasn't, when I was financially not, let's just say it wasn't about like, things out of my control it was totally about things in my control I still needed saving grace every month I still was the person who just waited like I said till what's the last day I can pay you what's the last day I can do this and those things were again my mindset was stuck there so it's a process okay go back to our episode it's a process but sustaining grace is really important empowering grace is the one that I believe is going to propel us to the beautiful destination of a redemptive life. To be able to live redemptively is going to be in that empowering grace. And I still haven't mastered that either, y'all. It comes with the idea that that's the grace that says, I actually, you know, have been going along pretty maintaining, you know, my salvation or maintaining um, my, uh, freedom from certain things for a minute, but I have not necessarily been progressive in the next space because I, I said this previously, but we're going to probably do a recap, um, statement because I did a whole long episode y'all. But the thing is, is that initially I was talking about why this year is going to be very important for us to really get into the essence of, of star dumb let's call it that hey star dumb you know what I mean which is I'm gonna call this uh basically uh, a prefix to uh stars having dominion okay we should be in a space because we are the largest group probably right about now of people who are um in a space to have influence in the world those people who are 30 and up and especially in that that market of 30 to 42 is a lot of your leaders and future leaders. And it's really important that we be whole and well to be able to have right and righteous dominion in spaces. And a lot of times it's hard for us to have that dominion because we're still bound. It's like, how can I how can I take ownership 
as a slave to so many things. And that's where I know I was for so long. I was a slave to so many things. And so that saving grace is what helps you get free. It's, it's what rescues you. It's that, God, I won't do this no more prayer. Sustaining grace is that I need supernatural support because I can't do this by myself. But I know that I need to maintain this salvation that I'm receiving, right? I know that I don't need to keep jumping off cliffs and hope somebody catch me. And then that empowering grace, that grace is saying, I know now, like, I'm not comfortable just with this wilderness. I need to get to this promised land. Like, I need to become this um, purpose-filled individual. Like, it, it's a burden. When I see certain things in the world, I'm angry about them. I know I'm supposed to build that community center. I know I'm supposed to take over this, um, you know what I mean, this particular field in government or education or healthcare. I know that whenever I drive through this community, I am bothered by the way that my people are living. Like those burdens that I believe many people in, especially my generation have, they are requiring for us who are single parents, which is more than you would think. It's over 70% of I know African-Americans or ADOS people. And what I know is that stardom is gonna require us to be able to do the transformation and achievement righteously. And that's where I think that, you know, the grace comes in because you you have to be saved from the things that are obviously keeping us in group three, making us have these longer seasons where we're stuck in these habits and these lifestyles and behaviors. But then you gotta go to sustaining grace where it's like, hey, okay, well, I've had a real breakthrough. You know, like this is for real this time. I really had this moment where I felt like I was free from that thing. Now I have to get supernatural support to stay free because I, I that's that sustaining grace. And I say that because whoever tells you that they're doing all this in their own righteousness, and I can be guilty of that at times too. It's like you become self-righteous and you think like it's my fasting, it's my praying, it's my intercession it's my it's you know what I mean it's my disciplines it's not my disciplines it's the grace for me to be disciplined like I used to say this it applies to everything whether you're it's financial or physical if you're good at working out and keeping a certain level of health or your body in a certain place no that's grace right because grace is everybody's given a measure of it if you're really good with finances that's grace if you're really, if you're really able to sustain your relationship, that's grace. It's all grace because anything we sustain, I've learned, is really only by God's grace. Because at any moment, those things will not necessarily be if you don't have the grace to use the wisdom or sometimes just have the favor to keep them, right? Okay. So that brings us to empowering grace and that empowering grace is what we we are focused on in 2024 for those people who've already moved to sustaining grace to be able to produce this this empowering grace to push us into our evolution in our elevation seasons to get up out of being single parents. Somebody says that all the time like so what is what is that? I'm like, what do you mean? It's we not we are I said this before, I'll say this again. We are four people who are already parenting. They already exist. There's nothing you can do about it. We don't have to go create any. We are not going to create any. We're trying to avoid creating more 
circumstances that make us by ourselves with our kids. But the people who are, we want them to be married. This is not a club where it's like, oh, we're mad if you go and progress into a relationship. No, please, God, please go be great. We want to hear about God putting together people in unions. And I said that because we do want partnership, but we honestly know if we did it ourselves and we were good at, we wouldn't probably be single parents. So we want you to have the right type of partnership. Moving along really strong because I, again, I said that I kind of went through this, but grace we're going to say is saving. So this year, if you're in a space where you're still just, it's, it's hard, you know, um, you're still stuck in many of the things in your life that you want to be free from, but you, you just, you've been stuck a long time. We are really hoping to provide more programs, events, and opportunities for people to have these exits so that that saving grace can occur, that you can be rescued out of some stuff. You can exodus out of some things this year that have been lingering. Then there's the people who we want they've already been saved from some stuff they're in a place where they're like they're open to staying on this path but that they need the sustaining grace they're like hey yeah i did the whole gonna be celibate been attending all the events in the city trying to be righteous uh you know what i mean i'm trying but i'm i'm about to fall again we want to have more opportunities more um events and not just events for this particular group we want to have more intimate community to help walk with you it's kind of like i see it as like a mentorship path a, a form of discipleship it's like hey we want to walk with you because it's hard and i can tell you myself like it's been hard for me many seasons to um try to be this version of myself by myself it's been many seasons where it was just mo. It was just mo, and I said that I think in the last episode I was like a little bit. You kind of heard a little attitude because there were moments where I felt there are moments where I feel lonely on my purpose journey because it isn't easy all the time, but it is so necessary, and I believe it will be worthy of the you know different things that I've had to endure to really sustain. Um, and stick with that that whole desire to have that supernatural support because it does require a desire. You have to want it because there are so many things that I don't I don't get to do, and it's not because like I always aren't you know am not trying. Like I used to tell people like it's not you can apply for a job but you can't give yourself the job. You know what I mean? You can do this but you can't make this happen. And so I think when you're in that sustaining grace. Part of the grace that I've experienced is also like, uh, I don't want to call it that because we, we went into something about that earlier, but it's the uh, rejection that's really protection. I'll just go ahead and say it. it's the things where it's like, hey, this feels like I'm not getting this. I'm not being able to get in a relationship. I'm not, you know, getting this business come up and all these different things and sometimes that's a part of the sustaining grace it feels like the food that I wanted to go to the store and buy is not available all of that is a part of what I believe is the sustaining grace um and that it comes from what I call a block it or a blessing model it's when you say God you can block it if it's not good for me and please bless it if it's where I'm supposed to be and so that's what I will 
um, say as far as like the sustaining grace road is that you have to consistently want to be on it in order for it to work, but you need supernatural support for it to be supported, you know, for it to be sustained. And so then lastly is empowering grace. So for those people who have been on that sustaining grace road, this is for you. This is for the people who are like my, myself, even that we've been trying to, you know, stick with some things, change some ways with the supernatural support. But at the same time, we need to move on. We need to go forward in some things. And so we need an empowering grace to help us like now we're not trying to bypass behaviors and habits and sin. We're trying to bypass, you know, mindsets and emotions and those those things that are different. They're the different snares. They're the internal things when you're really fighting against the wars within yourself more than those external behavior modifications. Um, so lastly, it goes into um, why we need to do this as uh, people in general. But I also truly believe believers need to focus on this group three, this redemption group. Because uh, just being honest, look at statistics. We are leading um, up to a large amount of group three. It's just really leading up to that. Between the pandemic, what I would call the pandemic of poor partnership, a lot of folks have gotten divorced. A lot of, it, it was a high level of divorces uh, statistically during the pandemic, crazy. Um, there was a significant amount of people who entered into what I think were called like I forgot what they done called all this stuff I ain't even trying to bring it up but a lot of people got into relationships during the last few years and they got in them and they weren't really like necessarily called to be in them they were kind of in them out of you know just the status of the world they were bored they were just trying to you know what I'm saying they had those um booze and bays for the season and a lot of those relationships are thawing out and so uh many children were born during the pandemic and so it just resulted in this high amount of people who are now becoming single parents and so I say that because most like I said of the star parents we serve fall into group three and so because of that I think that it's really important for the larger society to start paying attention to how do we address and help these groups of people? I mean, and I know what my call is, but maybe just how do we create space and, and opportunities and programs? Because this is what is going to require deep work. This is not the group where it's like we're in and out and all about to our next, you know, great part of the journey. This is the group where we will need a different kind of encouragement. And so I just want to say, this is this is where my assignment is is group three it's the people who need to know like you are redeemed there is opportunity for you you're blessed and highly favored um your life is not over your your purity is not lost your you know what I mean this is not the state of your life I go through so often if you can tell I'm better from my last episode um, but I, I felt called to do that too, to let you know vulnerably, it's not easy, but it is so necessary. And I believe it will be worthy to really make those shifts. And so I, I definitely want to say like, it's deep work. You know, that's why we did that in 2021, Heal Sis and Heal Bro, which will become full programs. I I'm declaring that at start full programs based on the Heal Evolve Affirm and Lead model. 
And I said before, a healed woman heals a people, a healed man heals a nation. Hear me, a healed woman will heal a whole people group when that woman is healed and a healed man will heal a whole nation. Because if those two healed people can get in alignment, it's so much that can happen for a people and for a society. And so I just really want to encourage you guys because I believe that group three is about to have a fantastic year. I, and when I say that, there's people obviously who are just figuring out like, I guess I'm group three. I don't know. I don't even claim a group. But those are the people, like I said, who've had longer seasons with ingrained lifestyles and behaviors that have not been beneficial to our purpose and our destiny. That's what it is. You know, we're the people who made a decision maybe around 14, somewhere between 12 and 15. We made some decisions in our hearts to just move a certain way. And we've been moving that way ever since. And so by now, when you're 30, mind you, let's say you started at 14, 15, over half your life, you've been pretty much this way. And these are the people who, like I said, you've just had a longer opportunity to be stuck in some ways that I believe that you can still be delivered from. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. You have to remember that you still can have a fantastic destiny, even if you are a star. And that's because I believe you're a star, a single parenting, transforming and achieving righteously person. You're not just single parenting because there's a lot of those. I just told you that it's pandemic, poor partnership. (laughs) Um, But we're believing that it's going to be the people who actually see the whole thing through. And so I think I'm a part to this, but uh, I have a retraction. I'd like to say that part of my redemption came from the fact that when my road started, I thought that many of the instructions I was being given was God, but some of them, including walking away from my job, they were me. They were me getting out of the situation that was going to be a thing that was going to come against me if I didn't hurry up and move it. And it was my opportunity, my first real opportunity to take a leap of faith off of the fact that I know I needed to do better. And so I hope today that someone else will take a leap of faith. It may be before they get to that space where they're on that sustaining grace road, but you will choose this day whom you will serve, right? Life and death is set before you. Choose life, choose life. And so I just want to encourage you that um, redemption is beautiful. We're going to see it, we're going to do it. And we're going to get to it. Have a fantastic day. I love y'all to life. Number 624, you're blessed and highly favored. Love y'all.